Everybody. Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month, your D-commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we are here today to discuss the classic <sighs> Disney Channel original movie, Dad Napped. Holy shit, guys. <laughs> Holy shit. This was bad. It was... This was rough. It was tooth stoof. Let me tell you that. I... Want to first say, before we get into any and all of this, I am incredibly sorry from the bottom of my heart. (laughs) I picked this movie, but I do also want to say I had never seen it before. So none of this, if you did watch this movie, which I hope you did not, if you did, I want you to know I did not pick it with malintent. I did not know it was going to be this bad. I was shooting in the dark. And I shot my own self in the foot, turns out, um, because this was fucking miserable for me to watch. No, no, you shot a wall that the bullet, bullet ricocheted, shot me in the arm, and then it went through my arm and then shot you in the foot. <laughs> it shot me right in the face, which is what I wanted to do after watching this movie. I, it, it's, Luke, agree with me. It's incredibly bad. Like, like it's insane. a bad movie. Well, I'm, if you, I don't know if you remember from last, last month, I said this is the movie that when I watched it, I was, like, excited for it to come out because it's always the hot new Disney Channel original movie. And then it came out. And then at the end of it, I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm good. I I I'm good with the DCOMs. And that was a mistake I regret. But with this movie, it, I like, it this makes is sense. a very it good one sense. to pull the needle out. I was thinking about, actually, when I finished, I was like, I might never watch movies again. Like, I was I was, I was, was thinking <laughs> about maybe just swearing off that form this of media. Film, the, film, the films ruins the medium. And it's crazy because, like, I was saying, like, the quality gap in between High School Musical to this piece of shit, I'm like, who is running quality <laughs> control over there that these are both called decoms because there is a large large gap in the quality of those two films it it really it really is almost unfair to this film to be put right next to high school musical because it it makes its flaws just so much more apparent and awful it's also just like this movie was so like so incredibly tough for me to get through like i've never had i've never had a harder time finishing a movie like i truly pause it like six times i would like get up i was making snacks at one point i was like staring at my wall and be like, you know what I should do? Fix my shower curtain. You know how fucking boring it is to take down a shower curtain and fix all the little rings in it? I did that because I could not bear to watch another minute of this movie. I wouldn't have been surprised if you said, you know what I should do? I should find some paint that's dry. Yeah, and just like sit in front of it. I would, that would be more, like I was on my phone. I literally could feel myself zoning out, but like obviously I have to have shit to talk about during this thing. And I kept trying to make myself zone in and I could not do it. I couldn't do it. Well, if it was just boring, that would be one thing. But this is movie is an amazing combination of both boring and just a bad time like it's not so bad that it's like crazy and fun to watch it's just boring and bad and it's uh, but i do want to also say before we get in and start really just ripping this thing to shreds because i know you feel the same way as i do now obviously but like i do not think that people in this movie are bad actors 
I oh, think no. Emily Osmond is a good actor. I love her sure. in Hannah Montana. I like David Henry from Wizards of Waverly Place. I the Mr. Mosby is the villain, and he's an mm-hmm. incredible comedic actor. Phil oh, Lewis, Lewis is his name. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and it, I it blows my mind that they were able to make Mr. Mosby unfunny. It's amazing they were able to make all of these people unfunny. No one is funny in this movie. <laughs> but also, it's not them, though. It's the writing. This script, I, I yeah, fully believe, was written by a Rottweiler. I think, you've, I think you've used that before. This one was, though. It really was. Like, it is... It's, or, like, someone who has only vaguely heard of humans and how they interact but never actually seen one in the wild well no you know what the real you know what the real comedic heart of this movie is emma stuff is blowing up people's faces <laughs> close just that but like specifically making messes like, so it's it's some disney channel like second being like you know what the kids love and always find funny is when someone gets messy <laughs> you know what someone i gets think goop the in point <laughs> Literally, just guys, we're not exaggerating. It happens upwards no. of 15 times. And it's so annoying every time. And it's not funny any time. It's not funny. It's, it's, it, it pisses me off because I feel like this is a movie that, like, underestimates kids and, like, what kids find Definitely. funny. Well, we can, we can talk, we can and we will talk about how bad this movie is at length. But first, we have some news catch-up to play. So I'm just going to rapid fire a couple headlines. Go, go, and then go, go. We're, we're, And we're going to get to the big, there is one big go, headline then we go. need to talk I'm about. Go, I'm excited. Okay, number one, uh, there's a Descendants short coming out called Under the Sea, which Mal fights Uma. I thought that's what the sequel was going to be, but apparently it's a short now. They're really trying to franchise Descendants as much as humanly they're possible. They're trying to squeeze they, all the juice they, out of that they, grape. They, they, they got, they've got that golden goose, and they're just trying to get it to lay as many eggs as they can. And by golden, um, and you do mean that golden dove. That, ah, there. Okay. Very, very good. Uh, headline two, uh, the, the Kim Possible movie. Uh, they announced that Christy Carlson Romano will appear in it as something. They didn't say what, which is Thank pretty cool. Thank God. That's just cool. It's cool and fun. Uh, Snaps whatever. for that. But also, what I think is really cool is uh, Patton Oswalt, who I'm a huge fan of, who was uh, originally in Kim Possible as one of the more minor villains, Professor Dementor, is going to repl- reprise his role in live action. Because I never really realized that until I read this headline. They are basically, like, the same, like, type of person. Like, he's just, like, a short scientist guy. And Patton did the voice, and so they're like, well, he did the voice, and he looks kind of like him, so let's just get Patton to do it again. Okay. Moving on. Here's the big one. Ooh, big one. We got a bunch of information about the new High School Musical project that Disney Channel oh, is putting up. Oh, this is bonkers, and I it's, love it. It's, uh, do you? Because it's kind of weird. I'm telling you, it's going to work. It's so crazy, it just might work, guys. I'm telling you, it's going to be one of those things. So this is for the TV series, uh, the High School Musical TV series. I don't know if this is, like... I know they announced at some point they were doing High School Musical 4. I don't know if that morphed into this TV series or if it's a separate thing. The 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 TV series for Disney, Ch- for Disney streaming service is being called High School Musical colon the musical dude it's amazing it's it's, (laughs) i'm telling you they would not do this shit unless they knew it was gonna work it's so crazy it just might work i don't but like okay so it says uh the series will follow a group of students at east high as they stage a performance of high school musical which what (laughs) no it's so meta so there's students at east high and but is it the same east high yes it definitely is it definitely is so High School Musical exists in the world of High School Musical? Yes. What? <laughs> Luke, don't think about it too much. It's going to be great. I, I don't know about that. They also listed a bunch of characters who I'm just going to throw out some of these names. Uh, Ricky and Nini are the two main characters. They're like the Troy and Gabriella, I guess. 
um, EJ and Ashlyn, like, okay, for, like, okay, who named these? Like, White Suburban Moms? Yes. What is... Then there's a character named Big Red. That's troubling. I, sure. Gina and Vikram, who's... The, Vikram is a type of yoga. Vikram is yoga, but close, close okay. enough. And Miss Jen, who's the school's new drama teacher, and she's never going to be as good as Miss Darbus, so I don't know why Miss Jen's trying, going to shake but... things up. I'm telling you guys, this, I feel like it's one of those things that's so crazy it's going to work. And it also, I'm already kind of in because it sounds like it's going to kind of be kind of like Glee. And I literally, the other day, was just was thinking, when are we going to get another Glee? I think, you know what, that is a good point. I think that is what they're kind of trying to crib here, because Glee was such a huge thing. I think they're trying to go after that. I think about Glee every single day. And they, <laughs> I think they're trying to hone in on that audience of weirdos like me who loved Glee and if they can strike the right chord I'm all in baby I'm all in and you know what is fucking amazing you listen you listen you know what's fucking amazing about it is that because they're performing High School Musical we're gonna get to all the old songs again so they're gonna like do like a, a fucking remix of Breaking Free. Each every episode of the series will feature a new rendition of a beloved yes. song from High School Musical plus the debut of an original song fuck yeah so all in all damn it. I'm just, like, look, I know a lot of people, when you read this article, they're immediately like, bah, 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 ruining childhood, whatever. I don't subscribe to that kind of bullcrap, usually. And, and I'm not scri- subscribing to it here. It could be good. I'm not saying it's going to automatically be bad because I'm reading an article. Because it just, it doesn't sound like if they were like, guys, we're going to revive High School Musical by not bringing back any of the characters you like or any, or have it even take place in the same universe or anything. It's it is be, the same universe, weird. though. No, but I, I okay. There's no <laughs> possible way. There can't be a movie. Like, there can't, the, these kids in, that are that are in these roles cannot know that High School Musical as a film exists. They do. And have it take place in the same universe as, like, Troy Bolton doing his whatever on the other side of the country. But I'm telling you, okay, look, it's just, I, I know it doesn't make any sense, but if they go to East High, then they are in the same universe. As Troy well, that's and what, I'm what, what if they're like? What if they're just going to another school that happens to be named East High? And, uh, like they don't like they're not saying it's actually. They don't actually say it's like the East High. Okay, but if, if it is, is the no East sense. High, then they are go- they are they are in the same universe as Troy and Gabriella. But yet they also must know that High School Musical exists as a movie because it exists as a musical and they're putting it on. That's what I'm saying. But they can't know that. They, they Troy, do because Troy and Gabriella. Because Troy and Gabriella, in that sense, are fictional characters in this musical but they also really exist technically then okay all right good point good point yeah you know what i'm saying it doesn't make any sense but i'm down for it and i'm gonna go along for the ride let's get it moving that's the main new stuff that's happened there's some other small stuff but we're over we're already taking too long on this let's talk dad naft even though i don't really want to um starting it off um the first song they played i just said this song fucking sucks Yep. What are those songs I kept like splicing into the movie that were just Emily Osment talking over a weird yep. guitar? <laughs> I have the same, I like, have the same note. Up, She's not even singing. Gotta She's rush my hair and go, and I'm gonna be a hero. Like that, I'm like that. No, no one's singing. You'll hear it at the break, listeners. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, but you will hear it at the break. <laughs> Condolences to you and your family. Condolences. Uh, yeah, it's real rough. Um, but yeah, so we open on this song as Emily Osmond's in her room, packing a bag and like getting stuff. Looking at and her family goes, photo. Yeah, she grabs a photo. I thought the mom was like, dead, didn't you? When you saw the no. photo? No, but I'd seen this before. Okay. Um, 
but I did forget something about the mom that we'll get to in a second. Um, she grabs a photo, looks at it, and then all of a sudden, and it's like her da- mom or dad and her, and then and she like looks at it for a second, and all of a sudden, a, a blonde man like appears, like it's like a magic eye thing, like it's just like if you look at it from a certain angle, he like fades into existence, and then she like is like smiling, and then he appears, and then she's like, hmm, I'm Dude, mad now. In let's just get this out of the way. In this universe, Emily Osment has schizophrenia. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> she is. Exhibiting the symptoms of schizophrenia or another disease or mental illness that would give you auditory and visual hallucinations. Yeah. <laughs> like, full on. Full on. That she is speaking to. I have that note in a second when she's talking to this guy and then the mom comes in and is like, who are you talking to? And I was like, wait, yes. what? You can hear that? Yes, yes. Everyone can hear it. They establish that in the opening shot. I just thought that was like a clever device for the audience to get into her. And that would have made more sense. But no, they established that other people can hear her talking to this guy. It's and, and plus, like, also, I'd seen this movie before, like, a long time ago, so I only vaguely remembered it, but I knew who that guy was, and, but they don't explain no, it for another, like, Lucas, ten minutes. No, Lucas, I was so, so fucking lost there. So <laughs> lost in the sauce. I thought it was, like, her brother who died or something. Because, like, there he, she's blonde, too. I was like, wow, this is dark. I was like, who's this guy? Also, I just wrote down, those bangs they gave her were a choice. Um, not right. sure I would have made that one looking back on it. Uh, do we have a fashion quarter this month, then? No, she's in the same fucking outfit the entire time. So, what happens? She, what? Looks at this photo, and then we cut to her at school. And everyone's given book reports. Are the kids in this school okay? Why was everyone <laughs> slack-jawed and, like, foaming in the mouth? All of the extras that. were acting so fucking weird in this scene. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was like, I, I was like, what was the camera direction here? Like, it's like they they were supposed to look like excited about the the trip zoom book, but like they mm-hmm. just all looked like horny for the trip zoom book. <laughs> I mean, everyone weird. kind of is because okay, so they're all get they're giving book it's book report day. They're giving book reports, and then this one kid comes up and is like, my this book fucking guy is it is on the new trip zoom book. What is it like? Flash Frozen Dreams or something like yeah, that? Yeah, what or the flash fuck? Yes, it's, Flash Frozen Dreams or Flash Fried? Something like No, it's Freeze something. It's Frozen Dreams. Something like that. Some stupid sounding title. And everyone's like, what? Oh. And then everyone's the like, like yeah. Like, and they were so weird. Yeah, and teacher's like, that, the teacher's like, that's not possible. This is a joke. Everyone knows the new Trip Zoom book doesn't come out till tomorrow. Drinking game like, for yeah. this movie, people. Every time you hear the words Trip Zoom, take a drink, you'll be dead by oh, the end of the no, movie. You'll, no, you'll be dead by halfway through the movie, Emma. They say it all the time, especially if you just say the word Zoom. Uh, or every time they say the word Floss, you'll be dead. <laughs> we'll get there. I, we'll get there in a second. No, we'll get... Luke, if I ever hear the word Floss again, I'm truly going to add my own word. We'll get there. It's insane. So he's like, yeah, well, my dad works for the paper company that prints the books, so I got an early copy. Yeah, so no, it wasn't even his it. dad. It was like his dad's friend. It was like three degrees removed. Whatever. I was like, this fucking and then guy. The, and then the teacher's like, everyone, the teacher, everyone, and then the teacher's like, oh, well, please, read on, sir. We must know what happens to everyone's favorite young adult book character, Trip Zoom. And is then, he a secret I mean, agent or is he a dentist? Or is he like MacGyver? Like his- it's Emma. Let me well, let's <laughs> let me say this first. So he starts to give his book report, and it like shifts to like this is the scene he's describing, and we realize the blonde man is Trip Zoom. Trip Zoom. It's and it's like this woman who's uh, handcuffed to a pole, and this guy has like a, a saw, a circular saw in one hand, and is like menacingly bringing it closer, and then Trip Zoom pulls out a dentist kit, and he pulls out like the little mirror that they used to look in your mouth, and puts it around the corner. And, like, smiles, even though he's not looking at it, and he mm-hmm. can't really see, like, what the mirror sees. 
and then he takes some, like, dental floss, and then he repels down, and he talks to the bad guy, and he is like, what's up, bad dude? I said, I also said I really don't need this intercut. Like, I, this is, was no. so boring to me. I, I couldn't have given I, less I of a cannot, shit about it. Emma, I cannot tell you how thankful I was this is the only time it happens in the film. Oh, I thought it, it was going to happen again, and I was yeah. like, please, for the love of God, yeah, never please. have this happen yeah, again. Yeah. But so he's like, what's up, bad guy? That's a cool bad guy device you've got there. And I was like, Trip, that's a circular saw. It's not a laser gun. What are you talking about? Uh, Is he a dentist? (laughs) And uh, again, one second. (laughs) And so then, like, he distracts the guy. He gets the girl free. They, like, run up. They run up. They jump off the roof, like, holding a tarp as a parachute. The effects here were terrible. I know. And of course, that would never work in any way, shape, or form. And then they rappel to the ground and get on motorcycles and drive away. And then I guess that's the end of the book because the guy acts like it is, even though like he describes like, like a five Also, like if you guys are all scene. like so fucking hype for this dude to spoil the book that you guys are all excited for. I know! That was weird, Why would right? you want to know what happens? It's like somebody coming up and being like, my book report today, I got an advanced copy of Harry Potter. Snape kills Dumbledore. Like, it's like... <laughs> it's weird. Okay, but yeah, let, so let's talk about, let's talk about Trip Zoom for a second. So Trip Zoom is a very tall, blonde guy. He was got like a leather jacket and so the basis of these books is that he is a secret agent he goes around saving he's the world. dressed like he's neo from the matrix if neo from the matrix bit, yeah. made you want to punch him in the face but so he is a secret agent who is known for like emma said being a MacGyvering traps no well that <laughs> hang on he's known for macgyvering things together and making what are called trip traps oh, i hated uh, that term yeah 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 uh, that's what he's like known for. But what's weird is, is he is it's all very involving dental base. It's all dental base, and and it's explained that it was because the dad used to be a dentist. It, there's so many things about this movie, and we'll I'll cross the bridges of them when we get there. That makes me feel like half of this movie is on the cutting room floor somewhere. Like there is half of a movie missing. Like there's things that they just bring up. And then are completely dropped. There's things like this, his previous dentist life, which is only mentioned Emma, once. You are giving, you are giving the script way too much credit, assuming that there's a version of this film <laughs> with like an intact script. Cause no, this script <laughs> of the movie just, just feel sucks like this movie was massive like, sawed, like completely parts of it were just completely sawed off and they didn't like even try to like connect the dots or like have things make sense. No, they never, they, they never explain in the universe of the book why he has all this dentist stuff. Like he ties people up with floss all the time he has dentist tools on him yes his catchphrase is just saying the word floss and they say in in our in the world of the movie that it's because the dad who writes the book yeah but why is used the to character? be a dentist that's that's, that's what that's i'm the saying thing. they don't explain it like oh his dad was a dentist and he so he knows all about dentist stuff they never explain that it's just a weird thing okay we gotta move on we're gonna we're gonna exhaust ourselves on this one point yeah, his book report ends, and then they're like, oh, well, you know, that's by Neil Morris, who is, of course, the father of our very own Melissa Morris, and they motion to Emily Osment, and she's like, yeah, thanks, whatever. And, uh, she, class gets out, and he's like, alright, have a good break, everybody. And then they're, like, erecting a big banner of Trip Zoom And she starts the- talking to, the- I just go, she's talking to a poster, fully, like, out loud. Also, the effect they used to make the poster talk is horrifying. Horrifying. It will haunt my dreams tonight. I swear to God. Uh, so, she talks to the poster. This trip zooms just, like, antagonizing her or whatever. They have a very antagonistic relationship, her and this specter that exists in her mind. I have some problems with Melissa. Number one, she's really... I, I get that her dad was, like, allegedly, like, not attentive. But, like, she seems really pissed that, like, her dad, like, has a job. Like, I I, got, I was like, this is how he makes his living. Do you like your house, bitch? Like, what do you want him to do? Not have a job? I'm Well, here's very... the thing. Funny, funny you bring that up. First off, is that we cut to her house, and it's, like, 
small. And I was like, isn't her dad like a famous author? Why don't they have a bigger house? And they do address this, which is the fact that these parents are divorced. Very refreshing. Also, Luke, back to the house thing real quick. My favorite part of this movie. And like, truly, I saw it and I gasped. They, like, nobody even gave this thing a second pass before they shot this the thing, this <laughs> blah, this turd into the air. <laughs> they show the outside of her house before this scene, that yellow, like, small house. And then when the dad pulls up to pick her up for the trip, they show the outside of a completely different house. <laughs> like, they've used different B-roll. That. It's a completely different house. I didn't, no- I didn't notice that. Um, but, so yeah, we go inside this house, and she's, like, sitting on the couch watching TV, and then, yeah, Trip shows up. In her mind. Keep in mind, guys, Trip is a character that exists only in her mind. The thing is about Trip showing up like this, is that whenever he shows up, he never has anything, like, important to say. No, he just, like, mocks like, there's, her. There's, there's, like, one, a couple times later on where he kind of helps. Most of the time, it's just like, ha ha, I'm so cool, you suck, bye-bye. Um... But then the mom comes around the corner and, like we said, is like, hey, honey, who are you, who talking, are you talking to? to? She's like, oh, uh, nobody. And this is no, when just... I realized that she was actually saying these things out loud. And I was like, this is mind-bogglingly insane. Mm-hmm. Um, it very much reminds me of You Wish, where if someone was doing that all the time, you would get them psychiatric help. Yes, yes. 110%. Because it, because it's not like they're talking to themselves, being like, oh, I gotta go no, do this or whatever. They're having full fully conversations, having conversations with, no with someone who's not there. Okay, but so then the mom and her chat have a little proper chat about this camping trip she's going on with her dad. Also, the general unease that Emily Osmond and this woman have when speaking to each other, I thought this was her stepmom. I was like, oh, her stepmom. Her original mom's dead, and this is her stepmom, because these two people are so uncomfortable with each other. Well, Emily Osmond just... And I don't... This is more especially true in the beginning. It gets a little bit better by the end. Emily Osmond, I feel, knows that this is a bad movie, and she is not giving it oh, that much Oh, she's phoning effort. it in. And I would phone it in, too. She's here to collect her paycheck and go. She's like, Disney has me under contract. When I sign for Hannah Montana, I have to do, like, a Disney Channel movie, and also, this Also, this sucks, entire so. cast is just like the cast of Hannah Montana. Like, you just took out it's, Miley Cyrus. They took they took two of... Two Hannah Montana people... Uh, Three! Two... Oh, right. Boys Rico. Darius, right. Three, three Hannah Montana people, a wizard from Waverly Place. A wizard of Waverly And w- Mr. Mosby, and then made a movie with them. That's what happened. And it was a mistake. So yeah, she's talking to mom. I'm so excited for this camping trip. Just getting to spend some alone time with my dad. And then she's like, I hope that's okay. And she's like, honey, we're just divorced. We don't hate each other. And I was like, real, very refreshing Disney Channel original movie. Very what normal 15 year old is this jazz to go camping with their dad? I was like, cool. It's it because loser. she never gets to, she never gets to see Who her dad. Who cares? 15 year olds don't want to see their dad ever. That's, you're not wrong. Uh, but, but I was really surprised this movie was like, yeah, these people are amicably divorced. They are just, like, co-parents. I think the mom whatever. secretly hates him. I got that vibe. I oh, think she's okay. like, fuck this guy. Sure. In the scene where you see them interact, I can see her quiet rage simmering under uh, below the surface. Uh, but so then they, we cut to the next day. The dad comes in. He really, the dad has a full cardboard cutout of Trib Zoom to try this and, like... This was so annoying. It is. And, and this so is where you can the see dad. the mom hates him when he brings a cardboard cutout to her front door. <laughs> also, this mom looks 20 and the dad looks 50. Did oh, you notice that? that? I, I was, was like, oh. I gotta, he does not look 50. I would say 40. But she looks so young. If somebody could have done their job right one day on this thing and been like, hey, those two people don't get the same fucking age to be married. Like, just could somebody not be Emma, phoning it in? Emma, could somebody no, not Emma, be phoning it in? Emma, nobody on this movie ever once said, you know what? I'm going to give it my 100%. Can someone except, just do their job? Except like, George Newbern as the dad. He is the one actor in this movie 
who is genuinely trying to do something with the material they gave him. Yeah, he was doing his best. Who is he? He he's a, he does a lot of TV small stuff. I know him most as he's the voice of freaking Superman in like a ton of stuff. I know I know for a fact he was on a couple like an episode of Friends. I think is like <gasps> Yes, yes, he was like their... somebody's boyfriend or something, like a bad date. I, yes, okay, okay, yeah. moving on. But but I know him as Superman. So he comes into the house all excited, like, oh my gosh, I got the new book here, it's autographed, signed for you, ex-wife. Just and she's like, mm-hmm, she's like, thanks. Yeah, this is right. how you know she hates him too. Uh, uh, and then he's like, and he's like, did you hear, did you see the statistics? My last book sold 200,000 copies. Imagine how much the new one's going to sell. And I was like, 200,000 isn't that much, right? I don't like, know, I don't know the world of book publishing like that, but like you would have, these... These conventions have this framed as like this is like Harry Potter. Like I right, they, yeah, yeah. They like frame it to be like this, this movie craze. frames it as like a series that everyone is into, or at the very least like Percy Jackson or something. Like not everything has to be Harry Potter. Just a really big, popular young adult book franchise. So yeah, the mom's like, yeah, cool, whatever. Listen, dude, uh, your daughter's really excited about this trip. Make sure like don't be a fucking idiot. Really, yeah, she wants to spend time with you. Make sure you're like you know, engaging with her. And he's like, don't worry about it. I'm a freaking great dad. Like, I'm gonna crush he this. He does think he's crushing it, which is an interesting yeah. character trait they gave him. He is in no way yeah, worried. He's, he, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And again, George Newbert's actually kind of working with this. He kind of plays like the guy, the dad who like just assumes he's doing a great he job. He thinks he's really crushing well. it on all cylinders. Um, but then, but then uh, Emily Osmond comes down and is like, hey dad, ready to go? Got my bag and everything. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So they hop in the car. Uh, and they start driving, and then she's like, oh man, I'm so excited about this trip. I brought, I got, like, boots and bug spray, and I packed all my bag. And then she says, and I got Wordwham, the travel version, to keep Word my Wordwham was such a weird addition to this script. Yeah, and, and and so they say that, and I was like, oh, that's just a random, like, you know, word scramble thing. Nope, that they're, of know, all the things and that I, come back, and all the things that don't come back, the one thing that they don't drop is Wordwham. <laughs> I, have, I have that literal, like, almost word-for-word note in my in here it's like of all the things i didn't expect to come back in this world i did not think it was gonna circle back but it did but uh so he's like she's also really quick before we jump in i'm not maybe i'll put in the effort and google it in a minute but did david henry just get arrested for bringing a gun to an airport or am i oh yeah no yeah that happened okay i I didn't think to talk about that i'm like but yeah david henry like i don't know if he's in prison or what's going on with him he 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 effed up let's just say that loaded gun to an airport i think is the story which like he did know he did did have cocaine in his wallet no that was a kid from stranger thing it had cocaine in his wallet at an airport yeah, he either got arrested. Yeah, he's, yeah, I don't know what's going on with him right now. Bad move, David Henry. We're not sure. Um, yeah, but, uh, anyway. Uh, so they, he's, so she's like, yeah, can't wait to go camping. And then he's like, yeah. And she's like, what? And he's like, well, we just, we, we might have to make a little switch on the whole camping thing. And she's like, ah, you dick, don't do this to me again. Like, like, you, you can't t- not do camping with me. And he's like, no, 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 no. We're going to go camping. I promise. But. We need to stop in Mercury, which is a town that I don't think really exists. It's just a back lot somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there for the uh, trip con or con- trip convention. I don't know what it's called. Uh, and because they need me to judge this contest, I'll go there. I'll pick the winner. We're just going to stay there one night and then we'll be on the road the next day. I promise it's not that big a deal. And she's like, all right, fine, whatever. Very st- clearly still pissed off about this whole thing. And of course he waited until she was in the car to drop this bomb, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then they pull into the town. It's okay, like Okay, also, small... I have never seen anything that is more obviously a soundstage 
than this yeah. town. It is mm-hmm. truly looks like Disney World. Um, like, and like MGM Studios, like how everything's like 1950s kind of and like perfect and sparkly clean. Yeah, but like 1950s, like desert chic, like not yes. like 1950s suburbia. Like it's like a small desert town is kind of the vibe it gives off. But the funny thing is, is that when he says he has to go to this convention, I like remembered it as being like, oh yeah, the convention. I thought it was just like a general, you know, like, uh, convention where you can meet authors and stuff. No, it is a convention dedicated solely. Books four of these books so i don't know how big this franchise freaking is because 200,000 copies i do not think is that much i think like a million copies would have been fine but like i don't i don't think 200,000 copies is enough to get a convention is all i'm saying but so they pull in and there's just like freaking nerdos running around nerdos yeah that's what she calls them i feel like at one point and and i'm not trying to throw shade at people go to conventions i just went to the power Ranger convention last month don't say that out loud hey i i know what i'm about uh but but like they're all like wearing costumes and like just like chucking water balloons at each other and just like like i don't know why, why is why being okay, a fan okay. of this book makes you just go around and make messes yes, yeah like, i don't understand like, like why like, is like, being a fan of this book like i get that new macgyver machines because like that would be like what the guy does why does that mean like throwing goop at people yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Someone at Disney Channel is like, kids love it when people, people get messed people, up. <laughs> people throw goop on each other. So they pull into the hotel and then they like get their stuff out and everyone's like starts to notice like, oh, that's Neil Morris. That's the guy who writes the books. Oh my gosh. I like whisper to each other, not like say anything out loud. And they go up to the front desk and we need to talk about Jason Earls for a Dude. second. Okay. First of all, Jason Earls has always cracked me up on its own level because he is a man that could be anywhere from 14 to 57. Like, he can play any age. It doesn't... Like, he is ageless in a weird time capsule and, of a yeah, human. Like, I don't, I don't know if you're aware of this, listeners, but during... While Hannah Montana was going on, he was, like, 28. No, he, he was, was, like, really 30, old. wasn't he? Yeah, he was around there. He and was he was playing really a teenager. And, and he's but here he's playing a full adult. And I'm kind of yeah, just like, Disney, decide where you're going to cast That's him. the thing. That's absolutely the thing. Is that, like, he's very short. You can tell because, I don't know if just George Duberman's tall, but he even looks short compared to Emily Osment. Um, he's very short and he looks very young. And so I think they were like, okay, we need to pull from Disney Channel talent to make this movie. Jason, Jason Earls is basically an adult, so let's just get him. But then they didn't realize that he looks... 16. Was there a solution to that? The outfit they put him the in the outfit and the pompadour i don't <laughs> his hair guys i was like why would they ever make this choice he looks like a cartoon character he has like giant he does. Huge, that's a great way to put he's it. wearing a white suit at all times and then has giant huge flowers on the lapels like had mm-hmm. this been who framed roger rabbit he would have fit right in but it's not it's a movie in 2009 when everyone else is dressed like normal people in 2009 and he's dressed like an insane person. So he's like, oh, you're Neil Morris. You're the guy who wrote this book. You're why everyone's here. Super cool. We got you in the presidential suite, my man. Let me take your bags. And then people just like throw, you know, goop water balloons at him. Whatever. And then so while he's if checking Luke, in. We don't have time. Guys, we're going to miss some goop. There's so yes. too, so much goop in there's, this movie that we inevitably will goop. miss there's some of the goop, goop shots. Too, too much goop, not enough space. Yeah. Um. So while they're checking in, we see a kid played by Moises Arias. He's Rico from Hannah Montana, like reading the book and like listening in or whatever. And he like, uh, I don't know how he gets in contact with the other guy. But then another guy goes into a phone booth in 2009, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I guess it's a small desert town. I don't know, whatever. Um. And he's like, all right, we got the uh, eagles in the nest or whatever. And he's like, all right. And then the other guy on the other end, who's David Henry, 
we see in a different location being like, okay, keep an eye on him, whatever. And then he hangs the phone up, leans over, and then places a letter down on a, bo- a board, says word wham on it, and he goes, ah, uh, triple words. I forgot, I, was like, I forgot that you what? see it here as well. It yeah. doesn't just come up in the conversation. It comes up, you see it here. Wow, they really, they were so thorough with word wham. Had they... Just been that thorough with everything else. This could have made a better movie. Um, but so then the dad gets called away to sign something for somebody. And then as he's like working the crowd a little bit, he bumps into a, another character who is, he's very, Lucas, emo- I can't even with this. I don't even he's, know. Uh, he's, he's very emotionally challenging because on one hand, I actually kind of like what they're going for, but also he's kind of annoying, but also he, the character's meant to be so like, eh. I don't know. He's very confusing. So this is Skunk. He's called that because he has black hair with blonde streak down the middle. Get it? Do you get it? I didn't even get Did that. You... Oh, you actually didn't? No. Wow. I wasn't paying um, attention. I, I, don't, so I don't, like... didn't even think I thought his name was Scooter. Right? <laughs> also, like, Lucas, can we just get into the fact that there's like three separate case P? Like, there's just three separate dad nappers? Like, there's just so. This plot goes in so many directions. Like, it's exhausting. It's this movie. That's a great way to put this movie. It's very exhausting. And so, um, this is But so he bugs the skunk, and then sc- it's skunk. And he's like, hey, you're the guy. You wrote the book. I love your work. I love your books. Can you sign it? And he's like, yeah, thanks. No problem, man. And signs it, gives it to him. And he's like, yeah, cool. And he goes and sits down next to Phil Lewis, Mr. Mosby from Sweet Out of Zen Code. He's like, look, he signed my book. And he's like, shut up, skunk. Like, we're not here to get autographs. We're here to case out the joint and get her eyes on the target so we know they're up to something i was like um, oh i was like they're gonna be the dad nappers like i was like clearly they go they go up to the presidential suite and it's like dinky except for a chandelier is the joke dude <laughs> literally like <laughs> this movie is so full of like almost jokes like things that like you could tell they were like this is gonna be funny like but like they're not like when when jason when david henry's like triple word wham you're like no. That means nothing to me. Why is he emphasizing funny. it like it's a joke? Also, Phil Lewis has a goatee in this movie. I just want to throw that out there. Phil Lewis has a goatee and some of the worst written dialogue in the history mm-hmm. of man. All he does is bark orders and yell. And I'm like, he's so funny. Why aren't you using him to be funny? Yeah, he's he's really trying to make these. Like, he's trying to give that Mosby delivery where he's like, uh, or not Mosby. Who's the other one? He's trying to give that, like, I don't, I mean, remember he played uh, Hooch and Scrubs, like that, like, turn to menacing thing where he's like, oh, yeah. And if you do it again, oh, I'm gonna take you downtown. Like but that it, kind of. It delivery. doesn't work. But just here. the dialogue is so bad, it negates everything he's trying to do. Um, but so they're in the hotel room for a bit, and she's like, "Hey, how about we go to this place for dinner? You can have dinner under a waterfall." And she's, and he's like, "Oh, that's a great idea." And he takes the tape recorder out of his pocket and is like, "Next book, Trip has to fight this guy behind a waterfall full of acid and piranhas." Didn't you think the tape recorder was gonna come back? Not really. No. I, they showed it to us once and then never again and they, yep. it was a movie where people were kidnapped and I was like oh and they make like de- devices like MacGyver I was like oh we're well, gonna I make mean, a device out I, of that I, fucking I, tape I recorder didn't think, well, I didn't think Wordwam was gonna come back either <laughs> sometimes you just can't guess these things the thing about this oh, movie that's really truly great is like if you told me like if you showed me like the cast list and like the the title and then you had to be like, okay, Emma, what do you think happens in this movie? Like, there's literally no way you could be right. Like, there's no. just no way. <laughs> there's no possible way you could nail it. 
Um, but what's funny thing about the tape recorder, by the way, is that he uses it and then he like tries to like throw it to himself and stuff it in his pocket. He clearly doesn't do it. Like he's like fumbling with it, and they just cut the shot so you don't see. Yeah, him no, they with didn't. It. They didn't give a fuck. They were like, "Got it." Like, don't, don't, no take two on that one. It was bonkers. What happens next? Well, she like yells at him. He's she's like, "Really, Dad?" And he's like, "Listen, girl, I'm a writer. Like, I have to take it. inspiration. Just comes at me. I gotta jot it down." Girl, and she's and she's like, "Yeah, but you know, sometimes I just wish you'd like talk to me. Like, we said this whole vacation was gonna be." And he's like, "Okay, I can tell you're upset. Well, here's the thing. Here's what we'll do. Uh, we'll, we'll tomorrow morning. I'll just pick a winner out of the contest. Also, we, oh, we didn't even discuss the contest. We glazed over that. So the contest is here to judge is like to have fans prove who is." Zoom-tastic enough. I thought it was uh, Zoomiest. Is, I don't know. Something. You're not saying Who it right. Cares? Who cares? Triptastic. Um, Triptastic. That's it. Triptastic. Um, no, that's what it is. It's Triptastic or Are You Zoom Enough? Zoom so Enough. Are You Zoom Enough? Okay. The wow, Are You Zoom fuck. Enough? fuck. I just feel... Felt, I felt brain cells fall out of my ears. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, whoever is either of those, and if you win, he, he judges the contest. If you win... He, uh, you get to be a character in the next book and get an autographed copy of it. Um, so he's like, tomorrow morning, I'll pick up, uh, we'll pick a winner of the contest. We'll be on the road by noon. How's that sound? And she's like, all right, dad, thanks for making good. And then it cuts the next day and it's already 1 p.m. And he's like, listen, everybody, we're not leaving here until we pick a winner. I am staying here with you. And I was like, really, dude? Like, you had to specifically, like, announce it like that just to rub it in your daughter's face. Like, come on. Um, but also, like, because of this contest is why everyone's, like, in costume and, like, trying to build gadgets and stuff and, like, camouflaging themselves. It's very dumb. Yes. But so he says, I'm staying with you, and this is my other favorite part of this movie, which is just a blatant mistake that I was like, I, this was worse than the house. I was like, guys, 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 guys. She calls someone on the phone. Oh, Deb? Who the f- fuck is dead <laughs> nobody <laughs> never met her first of all nope. the first part of the scene it's i thought it was the mom it sounds and like that would make you would one would think you know who it is i actually looked it up it's harper from wizards of waverly place they got Did her to she do have a role in this movie that is just completely cut because i have no clue they look it had to have been there had to be another school scene that they just chopped because she's calling someone and then i thought it was the mom and then she's like yeah deb i don't know and i'm like who the fuck is Deb? And then I listen to the voice and I'm like, yeah, that's not the mom. That is a completely off-screen character we have never met and she's now talking to on the phone and we never hear about this person again. Why not have the mom call? That would make so much more sense. Why give her a best friend she talks to on the phone if we're never going to see that best once, friend? Once. Just once. This is the only time she comes up. Um, But, uh... So as she's going out to make that phone call, by the way, she bumps into David Henry and she's like, watch out, Nimrod. And he's like, Nimrod, really? That's the word you're going for? Although it would get you seven points in Word Wham, which she brings up out of nowhere. Because he doesn't nowhere. know that she likes Word Wham yet. But she, guess what? Like, he also likes Word Wham. Also, what yeah, it, is Word Wham? Is it Scrabble? It's Scrabble. It's Scrabble. It's generic Scrabble. And then he, she is like, oh, Word Wham, huh? Uh, and she's like, well, I, you know, I usually use the triple word score, so you can do the math on that. And he's like, oh, a fellow whammer, huh? Oh, and I, I was like, this what is this scene? Also, yeah, who would ever have this conversation with anyone they just bumped into? And, like, also, I'm going to say something that is going to be controversial, and I'm prepared to take the heat out for this. Why did Emily Osment have more raw sexual tension with Trip Zoom than she did with David Henry? <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, they had, like, Lord. this 
anti like antagonistic. I was like, oh, they want to fuck each other. Like I was like, she wants to get it on with Trip Zoom, and her and David Henry are just like they barely share any screen time together. I it's didn't care about them as a couple no. at all. It's definitely just the writers having other characters comment on how yes. like they're flirting with like, each other. But they're trying to like no trick catfish chemistry. me into caring about David Henry and Emily Osment by having Rico be like. They're holding hands. I'm like, that's not how that works. You have to actually no. write scenes with them there, together, being there needs to be having banter. There has to be chemistry. They they look. There doesn't need to be chemistry. They need to be in the same room for longer than that three too. seconds. That helps in general. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, speaking of Rico, so like, yeah, they have this weird conversation. She leaves to go make her phone call. Uh, Rico, whose name is. I think it's just Andre in the... It's yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> um, uh, who's apparently David Henry's brother, which was confusing because is David Henry Latino? No, but then the, the, Rico was like speaking in Spanish. Yeah, they have him use like Spanish catchphrase. And granted, they're not the only <laughs> racially confusing brothers in this film. Oh, but, don't worry. But I like, I was willing to let it slide once, but twice has me raise my eyebrows. Yeah, that was really um, confusing. Although, wait a minute, now that I'm thinking about it, is David, David Henry should be, like, half Latino vis-a-vis Wizards of Waverly Place, because the mom's Latino in that, and Selena Gomez looks half Latino, and the brother, other brother, is, like, at least half right. Latino. He's, I'm like, like we- weird... He's the weird white outlier. Speaking of David Henry and people with sexual tension, the worst part about Wizards of Waverly Place was the fact that they fucked up and they made David Henry and Selena Gomez related because they had raw sexual chemistry. They okay one David Henry and Bridget Mandler one true pairing. The vampire girlfriend rocks. Okay, I did like her. I did like her in that. Two the old. I never got that vibe. I always got that vibe from Life with Derek. That was never. Oh, that was the other one. That one was (laughs) egregious. That one was egregious. (laughs) They were actively they were, flirting. Oh, they show. were actively eye fucking each other in every single scene. And they were supposed to be related. So they're in this convention center, like, keeping an eye on Neil, the dad. And, uh, like, people are, you know, coming up on stage doing their stuff. One guy tries to make a trip trap with, like, a hairbrush thing. Ugh. And it shoots across the room. And it's supposed to be really funny, guys. It's not. Every single thing like this in this movie is dumb. And none of it is funny. So at some point, David Henry goes outside and is waiting outside in a van. Uh, Sheldon also, is how outside. How old is he supposed to be here? He's legally driving. Yeah, he has to be at least 16. Uh, Emily Osment doesn't know how to drive. She's so 15. She said 15. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. But so he's outside the van. Uh, Sheldon's outside the, the thing in front of machinery and Rico's inside. And they're like waiting and then Rico's like, okay, on my mark, engage. And then Sheldon like picks, starts this huge contraption that's like got, it's made of garbage cans and a HVAC and a wood chipper and just Lucas, picking up bags of onions. You're gonna get way too, too lost in the sauce if you try to describe every goddamn trip trap that we come across. Just yeah. give it the base what it was. They built a machine that like projected or like sent in a stinky onion smell into the auditorium that was making people cry and it smelled bad. Right. And then Rico, I'm just gonna keep calling him Rico. That's not his character's name, but it's easier to say than more serious. Yeah, don't care. Uh, he comes up and he's like, Mr. Morris here, I'll help you get out. And he leads him outside and, then, and to the machine. And Neil's like, oh my gosh, it's the tearjerker from the Trip Zoom book. Oh man, I gotta meet the fans who made this. And Rico's like, oh, that can be arranged. Then David Henry pulls up in the van. In a, and then the dad is dadnapped for the first time. Pulls up in the van. It's a black van, says Trip Zoom on it, opens the door. And then David Henry says... Mr. Zoom, I presume, which doesn't make any no. sense because his name's not Trip Zoom. <laughs> That's his name's Neil Morris. That, that was, but it also like the. T- it, I really feel like the Rottweiler that wrote this was like 
bark, bark, good job when, it, when he wrote that line. He was well, like, no, it was yes. definitely, it was definitely like they, for the trailer. It was definitely it. for the trailer. But while they're while they're going out, by the way, uh, while the Rico's leading them out, uh, Mosby and Skunk, uh, Maurice is Mosby's name in the movie, actually. Uh, Maurice and Skunk uh, see that they're he's leading them out, and they like go and follow him. They see him get throw. They throw Neil in the van, and they wrap him up in a bunch of dental. They floss. dad nap him. Use the correct verbiage. He's dad nap. The proverbial dad has been napped. And I was bored already. Like as he was being kidnapped, I guess I just wrote down, "I am already so bored." But so Maurice and uh, Skunk see them run off with him, and they're like, "Oh no, we have to chase him. We'll need some wheels." And so they steal like a big a box truck. That's, uh, like, got a... It's a uniform service, so it has a bunch of uniforms in it. Um, and they, you know, give chase. And so Melissa's, like, comes back after being on the phone, and then she sees everyone filing out of the convention hall, and she's like, wait, where's my dad? We I need to find him so we can get on the road. And then Jason Earls, who I also guess runs the convention, not just the hotel? Uh, yeah, I don't know. He, like, seems to moderate everything? I don't know. Unclear. Um, he comes out and he's like, oh, no, he's not in there anymore. Like, the whole thing is, uh... It's a noxious thing. There's a ventilation issue or whatever. And then some of the nerds are like, oh, it was the tearjerker. It was so cool. Um, and like, they saw him go out the side door or whatever. And she's like, what? My dad is missing. <laughs> and then she like, asks Jason Earls to show her, her the security camera footage from outside the door. They go, they watch it. They see him get thrown in the van. And she's like, oh no, my dad has been napped. And, uh, we are going to break here, everyone. And All we'll right. come back and talk about I'm literally uh, so bored. I'm two. so bored. So tie yourself up with some dental floss, folks, and stay where you are, because we'll be back in a Throw second. Throw some goo on yourself. We'll be back in a <laughs> Trouble's coming, better stay in bed. Then I even tried to run away, because I didn't even know my own strength. I was shocked, no, I couldn't believe. My world rocked, it was news to me. When I looked in the mirror today, I looked Would be cool one day Need the power, come on, feel the rush You better look out for my One, two, three, hey Now I got my own And we're back, unfortunately I want this to be over <laughs> so badly Well, well, I'm gonna do my best So she calls the police Solid move from a Disney Channel protagonist, I, But also, honestly. why wasn't she more scared? Like, she has, like, soft footage of her dad Getting straight up shoved into a van and kidnapped Like, I would be crying. Like, she's, like, pretty just, like, annoyed about the whole situation. Well, it's ruining her vacation, Emma. But so she calls the police and is like, hey, my dad just got kidnapped, I think. I have footage of him. I think. Taken I have car. footage. And then she, he, the dude, for, which, first of all, the police chief, I guess, or whoever, whatever police officer taking the call, is played by the same guy who was the principal in High School Musical. Fun little thread. Could not figure out what I recognized him from. Another thing, like, a through line, the fact that we had to see this police chief multiple times and that he's into, like, model airplanes or something insane that we see him fiddling with multiple times. Yeah, we also don't even see him at the end when the police show up. Like, he's not like, huh, I guess you kids were right this whole time. Lucas, every place where they can, like, give you, like, a sense of completeness or, like, things coming full circle, they actively choose not to. Yeah, because so he, she calls, like, hey, my dad got kidnapped from the trip convention. 
And he's like, oh, the trip convention, listen, I've been getting calls there all day about, you know, robots and space aliens and all that stuff. You guys can't tie up the phones line like this. We got a lot going on. The, again, the semi-joke here is that they're not doing anything. The half-joke, but it is not funny. Yeah, because it's a small desert town. Nothing happens there. And so they're the just, like, playing, anything. he's playing with, like, an airplane, like a toy airplane. Or dusting it's... stuff or whatever. Um, but also, like, what kind of assholes are just at a convention just That's, being like, oh, uh, police officers? calling like, 911? It's ridiculous. Uh, so they won't help her pretty much. And she's like, and then Trip appears and is like, well, uh, what are you going to do? You're not me, so you can't save him. And she's like, I don't want to be you. I hate you. And I was like, okay. This is one of the things we're getting hot with her and Trip. I was like, ooh, yeah, you do. Like, they were, they have, like, a sexual tension. This is also the first time her character motivations become very confusing because at first her character motivation is my dad is more concerned about this fictional character than i am than me than me he's he he doesn't care about me as much as he cares about this fictional character he writes about he's always busy writing stuff never for me but then it also becomes like she's kind of jealous of trip that like i i don't get her relationship with trip she wants to be like cool so her dad will write about her Kind of, it's really weird. They really effed they up. They throw like, the something easiest. psycho in in like the middle of the movie about her wanting to be a character. Yeah, so I was like, why do you care about that? You didn't care about that before. She is the easiest character to write in this movie, which is my dad doesn't pay attention to me. He only cares about this book character. Oh, my dad has shown me that he actually does care about me, and then that's my resolution. Like that's all you had to do, and they totally eff it up. But they still somehow managed to make it confusing as fuck. That's what I'm saying. We cut. We cut back to the van and uh they've got him tied up in mental and dental floss and they have a sock in his mouth they he's like oh what's going on guys and why does this burn and they're like oh it's rubber bands dipped in menthol the more you squirm the more you burn he's like oh that's just like that's in the book. so fucked up also what yeah i don't know but so they're like uh, just driving around being crazy and he's like look guys i really appreciate what you're doing here like you're clearly zoom enough like you guys have built these amazing things for my books and actually you know kidnapped the author but I really need to, you know, you need to let me go. Like, this has gone too far. And they're like, mm, yeah, no, not going to happen. Uh, we're, you know, d- doing this. The thing is, it's revealed. What are their scene. demands? What is their plan? Their whole point, I thought, was kidnap this guy. Um, So we do it in a trip zoom style. So we win the contest. Easy squeezy lemon peasy. But when he says, basically, oh, hey, you guys won the contest. Like, this is yeah, you guys he's like, a great you guys job won. here. They're like, mm, not going to do that. Uh, I'm not, not letting you go. And so then his phone rings and he's like, oh, that's my daughter. Um, you gotta let me, let me tell her that I'm okay, you know? And they're like, I don't think so. We are, you know, kidnapping you. And he's like, please, even that some character in my book got to do that. And he's, the David Henry's like, fine, I'll talk to her. And grabs the phone and is like, hello. And she's like, dad? And he's, he chimes in being like, oh, honey, I'm fine. Don't worry. This is a trip zoom thing. No problem. I'm just been, you know, kidnapped by fans. Like mm-hmm. nothing, no big deal. And then she's like, are you serious? Like, my vacation, man. Oh, shut up and about then, your vacation, And then David, David Henry's like, sorry, uh, Melissa. Uh, we're not giving your dad back until he meets our demand. Uh, and then we'll be free to let him go. Don't worry about it. And then Didn't she's like... Didn't you think like, this was going to be, like, a noble demand? Like, did it, like I thought it was going to be, like, they were, like... Because, like, you're... you're I At this point, I realized that, like, they were good guys. Like, they weren't actually bad guys, like... So I thought it was going to be something like, we want a character named after us, or after our sick brother, or some, I don't know, like, something... Emma, I thought it was going to be literally anything, yeah, as opposed to it being nothing. 
Cause, cause, so he's, cause he says in the scene, we have one to end, your daddy's to fill, and then we'll return to them. And then that's what they, that's what they establish, okay? They pull into this car wash, right? And like, that's where they're making this phone call. And a guy comes to the window and is like, do you, what set do you want? Or whatever, like, Pine Fresh or whatever. And then he's like, don't My worry, that's gonna be fine, bye. They hang, hang, hangs the phone up. And then she's like, Pine Center, whatever. And then she goes, she's like working with the hotel manager, Jason Earls, a little bit. And is like, which well, is there a car wash around here? And then he's like, yeah. And so, uh, they go to the car wash. There's uh, a dumb scene with Sheldon, the third kidnapper, trying to clean the shield. I don't know why he actually needed to get a car wash. If they were just like lying low here, but why were they getting a car wash? I, didn't... I don't know. But but David Henry gets out of the car and drops his Word Wham Made Easy book. Oh because, god, which is a library book, which we'll see in a second. So then they see her and Jason Earls pull up in his like convertible. And they're like, oh, man, the girl, she found us. And then they're like, oh, she's good. Where's the part where, like, Andre's like, even if you, if you don't ask her on a date, I will. And I'm like, they've never, they've barely spoken. I think that's, I think that's later on. Um, but so then they're like, oh, okay, they're on our trail. So we have to give them the old car wash something, like some apparently existing thing, which consists of rolling the car into the car wash, and it's a convertible and the hood's down, so big problem. But the thing this is, that's predicated on... slapstick thing where, like, they, her and yeah. Jason are also, like, covered in... I wouldn't... You know why Emily Osmond's phoning it in? Because she's sick of getting goo all over her face. <laughs> she's pissed that she has to do this. You know how many takes that probably took? Well, this is the first big scene where it happens, is, like, she, like, tries to sneak around the corner and look around and there's kind of a, there is a mildly funny thing no she, like, there is around the corner she sees around the corner and then she she looks around the corner and just goes wait what am i doing like what like i always thought that was mildly <laughs> like that's what that, that that's what that got out of me uh jason earl steps out to make a phone call to call back to the hotel uh make sure it's all okay and uh they sneak up apparently jason earl's just left his car in neutral and yeah. they just shove it into the car wash Melissa tries to jump in the driver's seat and hit the brake, but she doesn't know how to drive because she's only 15. And so he's, like, clinging to the back of the car, and they both just get all sudsed up. Jason Earl's clothes also get, like, shredded by the brushes. And I was just like, so this like, slapstick humor is not funny, I wrote. Also, Maurice and uh, them show up at some point, and they follow them to the car wash. Great. Cool. Who cares? Um, they do a dumb thing. They're not funny. Um... And so they they take the kidnappers, the dadnappers, excuse me, yeah, take please. off. The three guys, they take off, um, and Melissa sees the fallen, the book that, that he dropped on the ground, and then sees, like, it's a word way I made easy book from the library, and it's due today. Why? She's betting on the fact that, like, they would go, they would happen to go to the library on that day that they also were kidnapping a man? Yeah. There's also, also a weird thing, like Emma said, a bunch of mistakes, where she is just covered head to toe in suds and then when she reaches down to pick up the book she just has like a little completely bit completely clean hair. completely yeah, clean yeah like almost completely fine the continuity errors in this movie are terrible there's also yeah. later like from that same incident loop where her hair is like all wet like at a certain point she, it's like all soaking wet still in the library and she like turns to camera at one point uh, and her hair is oh, completely no. dried and curled oh uh, we'll talk about yeah we'll, we'll talk about that in a second uh, but so then we cut to, into the van. Rico's looking at the dad and down at one of the trip zoom books and looking back and forth at him. And the dad's like, "What? What do you? What's wrong?" And the kid's like, "Your nose looks smaller in the book than it does in real life." Again, this is supposed to be a joke in case you can't. Is that a joke? But like not, I don't see. It, it's, it's not funny. And then George Newbern's just like, "Okay, thanks. I guess if that's a compliment." And then he sees the book open. He sees 
you know that's what library books do today, right? And they're like, yeah, so? And then it's like, well, they charge you money for every day it's not Who doesn't know late. how a library works in the yeah, year of our like, 2009? Yeah, they all start freaking out because they're like, are all of those books overdue? And they like flip through them real quick. It's like, oh, they all are. And then uh, David Henry flips on the siren he apparently can have Yes, why does he get to have a siren? I don't know. And they like rush off to the library. And I was like, you guys, what? I'm pretty sure... I don't even have a library card, and I know how a library works. And what universe? And, like, thank God he pointed that out, because guess where Emily Osmond's going? The library, because of the book she found. But so, then, uh, they pull up to the library, right? And this is the wildest thing. I literally was like, what the hell what is the happening? What the fuck in this is this scene? So, they pull up to the library, and he's like, look, guys, I really gotta give you all the credit for this. But, come on, this has gone too far. Just let me go. And so he says, alright, we'll let you go if you show us... The book cook zip trip trap. I don't know what it's called. And then he's like, yeah, okay. So I was like, wait, 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 wait. So was that your demand? Because yeah. that, that because that relies on you going to the library. And yes. you weren't going to the no. library until he brought it up. And also it seems more like he talked you down to doing this. Yes. Like, you know, so what ever, was the original demand? Like, what were you trying to get out of kidnapping him aside from winning the contest? I like, don't know. Why, why did you need to take it this far? And they'll far? never tell us. I would have even accepted it just being like oh, we kidnapped you for the contest. And he being like, hey, you guys did great. Like, seriously, good job. But then then them realizing, wait a minute, we have like our favorite author sitting right here. Let's just, add, we can just ask him all the questions we want while yeah. we're driving around town or whatever. Like, just that would have been fine. Like, before we return him, like, there's no rush. But they don't do that. They're like, we have a demand, but we don't know what it is. But I guess it's this now? It's this book trip? You're right. That's It's not, the demand thing makes no sense. But the, another thing that makes no sense is that just because J.K. Rowling, like, writes about, Harry Potter doesn't mean she herself can perform magic. It's bonkers to me that this man who writes about these like impossible feats and like MacGyvering like insane machines, he also is able to MacGyver the same machines. I actually didn't think about that. He did, that he just knows how to make stuff. That's a yes. good point. I hadn't thought about that. So then we cut into the library and it's like him putting together like popsicle sticks and tape, like a little like catapult thing and then putting it in a big thick book. She and uh, Jason Earls pull up and he makes another phone call. Um, she goes inside. She sees the four of them at the table, like, doing something with a book and then running and putting it back on the shelf. Why would she grab it? Why would she grab it? Because she doesn't know what's going on. She She's has like, to know it. Would... She was raised in trip traps. She has to know. <laughs> I guess. And uh, then it goes over and gets the book, opens it, and guess what, guys? She goo. gets a big old splat right of goo face. on her face. Right I don't know where. I don't know, I don't know where they found all this goo in this library, but a big old pile of blue goo I in the face. I think that dad is always carrying goo. He always keeps that bang on him. And he has goo with him wherever he goes. <laughs> and so, she, and then they come around the corner like, ha ha, we got you, Melissa. Ha, so funny. The book trap worked. And the trip trap. Like, and she's like, are you freaking kidding me? I thought you got kidnapped, Dad. And he's like, well, yeah, you know, but we were just having fun. These guys are great. This is Andre and Sheldon. Also, and David is, Henry's name in this movie is Weez. Is Weez. And it's never explained why it is Weez. Nope. It's not like, it's not like he has <laughs> asthma or it's a clever nickname. Nope. Just, we just wheeze, and we never know why. They, she makes fun of it because she's like wheeze, and then but that's about as far as that. Again, why that call attention like, to it if you're not going to explain it or make a joke out of it? It's I don't nothing. Know. It is nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. And uh, she's like, whatever. 
Dad, come on, we're getting out of here. We're going to take the vacation I wanted to take. And as she's walking away, they ADR it in. And this does give you some credence to your missing scene theory. Because she you could hear that they ADR'd it in. I'm gonna go get this stuff off my face. And oh. then they and then and then the next scene is them coming out of the library. And then this is the scene and she comes out of the library, her hair is just perfectly like tufted and dry, and like her face Girl. is totally clear. It's All the suds are again. gone. She's fine. Uh, also, more recent skunk pull up, and they're like, all right, we got to play the smart, and they put on some cops' uniforms that are in the truck, because, again, it was a uniform service. He gets dad-napped again five he seconds gets dad later. Napped. Yeah, and then, and like, the, uh, uh, the dad recognizes them, and is like, wait, you're the guy from the convention. You guys aren't cops. And then he's like, oh, really? Look at the badge. And then he's like, yeah, and then what's this? And he holds something against his side, and then they're like, that, that's a stapler. And then he's like, oh, yeah, that is a stapler. Which, yeah, that's like, like that on paper, that's a really funny joke. Kind of, or any funny, some semblance of funny to somebody, but like it's nothing here. Like the, it's presented so poorly. But it's also just like people's reactions. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like this setup is there. Like they're like, oh, you could do a joke out of the stapler thing and be like, what are you gonna do? Like file me or something? like I like something like make it a joke. But they'll just be like that. They'll be like that's a stapler, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, it is. And like the end of joke. And I'm like, that's not yep. a joke. You can't just draw attention to something. And then he, Maurice is like, all right, cuff him, skunk. And then he puts a cuff on the dad. And then Melissa just grabs the other cuff and handcuffs herself to him. And she's like, I just lost you. I'm not going to lose you again. And here's the crazy thing is that like, these are like actual kidnappers. Like they're legitimately like trying to kidnap him. Mm-hmm. And, and this guy's an adult. Like the dad is an adult being kidnapped by other adults. He should just like punch these guys in the face and run away. A hundred percent. He's the, they don't have weapons. They don't no. they haven't threatened you with anything. No. They're just like, yeah, come on. You're getting kidnapped. Give me your cell phone. Let's go. Like you're the worst at not being kidnapped. Like, what are you doing? Dad? <sighs> uh, being, he's great at being dad napped. That's for fucking sure. Cause it's happened yeah, twice yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah, as he says, they're bullying him away. They're just like, guys, come on. One abduction per day is enough for me. Uh, but so they, then the guys inside the library see them getting put in the, into the uh, truck. And they're like, guys, something's going on. This doesn't look right. Um, so then they call the police smartly. Again, I, I'll give credit to the I'll give Disney credit for having them call the police. Yes, even though it goes nowhere. Because they call the police. They're like, hey, Neil Morris just got kidnapped outside the library. And then they're like, D-, and then the dude's like, listen, guys, I've been getting reports that Neil Morris got kidnapped from the convention center. And then they saw him. He's been, they saw him, like, tied up at a supermarket, which, again, Emma, now I am kind of on your cup theory, because they never go to a supermarket That's in the movie. That's what I'm saying. Half of this movie is on the cutting room floor. I, I, I wonder if it was just, like, this movie's bad. Let's just make sure there's enough space for ads that we can make as I much money out of this box. I maybe the demand was addressed at the supermarket. Like, I, who's to say? And that scene with footage we'll never see. No, we'll never That's lost media. But also the thing that so, annoys me about this movie, personally, because, like, I was kind of hoping at least, because uh, of, like, all of her problems with Trip, her lover, and also hallucination, like, like, she, like, wants to be like him and wants to, like, solve her problems or whatever. I was expecting this to be, like, her dad is going to get dadnapped and she's going to have to stand on her own two feet and be clever and figure it out herself and solve it and find him. But that's not what happened. She not really, gets kidnapped no. as well. I mean, it kind of so starts not really like empowerment that. Arc. It kind of starts like that, but then she just gets kidnapped as well. And so she's also powerless, really. Yeah, I agree. I, to- I get- totally get what you're saying. Um, but so they they uh, they get in their van and they follow Maurice and Skunk in their van and they pull it and it, like, it like, they're dri- must be driving for a while. Like This must be outside town because like it turns into night uh, while they're driving and they pull into uh, like an abandoned drive-in movie theater. Uh, that, like, Maurice and Skunk apparently live out of. Like, it's like they've dolled up, like, the inside of, like, the building, like, the snack shack or whatever to be at home. 
they sit them down inside and they're like, you guys live here? And they're like, yeah, the city pumps in power. Like, why not? Like, they forgot this place exists or whatever. Um, and so they sit him down on this couch while Skunk goes and gets them some food, I guess. And the dad just stands up to Maurice and is like, listen, like, I don't know what you guys want, but I'm sure we can work it out. I'm sure there's all just been a misunderstanding. Like, I'm sure there's a simple solution to this. And so I want to point this out. that He stands up, walks across the room, and then talks to Maurice. Then he goes, Maurice is like, yeah, well, trust me, I'm pretty good at getting what I want. So I think it's going to end exactly how I want it to. And then he goes and sits back down next to his daughter. Then a skunk comes in with, like, old hot dogs on toothpicks or whatever. Which, again, supposed to be funny. Not Mm. funny. And then they reach out and start to, like, try and eat the hot dogs. And, hey, movie, you just showed us five seconds ago that they were handcuffed behind their backs. And now they're handcuffed together. Yes, that's infuriating. They're handcuffed together again. And I was like, it's so obvious that I got really upset. So here's so here's the actual here's the actual plot. They here's, they finally give give us a goddamn answer to what's going on. Yeah, it what what are we forty minutes deep in the movie at this point? Also, we we actually haven't been touching on it at multiple points throughout. We kind of been going over it because it's really dumb and not funny, and we don't want to think about it anymore. At multiple points, Skunk will say something that doesn't make any sense, and then like write it down. He'll be like, "Oh, his face this looked like cheese cheddar. and something cheddar or it's something so like that." It's so stupid. It's dumb. And so he, uh, Maurice Phil, Phil Lewis says, "Look, my brother Skunk here. He's a writer, and he wrote this book. And we need you uh, to look it over. And we kidnapped you to help us because, like, I'm like a hardened criminal. I kid, I stole an elephant." Is his what backstory. was that? It's that nothing. came out of it's... nowhere. Was that supposed to be funny? No. I mean, yes, it was, but it's not. It's just not. You know, I'm actually, I think that should be the, uh, I think that might be the title of this episode. It's just not. It's just it's, not. It's, if this movie should make sense. It's just not. This movie should be funny. It's just not. Not? It's just, these, the think putting these actors together would make for a good movie. It's, it's just, just not. not. It's just not. <laughs> nothing about it works on any level uh, um and so they're like look we need you to fix the skunk's book so he, he can you know sell it and he's the joke is the book is really really bad and doesn't make any sense like we said it's like oh his face was dripping like sand or something or just not like it's like written by a rottweiler much like the script <laughs> sure so then it like time passes i guess because we see the two also yeah maurice and uh, skunk are brothers, despite Phil Lewis being black. Why do they? Do they ever explain skunk. how they're brothers? No. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I guess they could. They could be adopted, half brothers, whatever. You know, it's. I'm, okay. It's just. It's just weird. But like, it's a. But this considering we already had uh, Rico and David Henry, it's just Got two. It. Two. I two it gave made me pause for thought with two sets of racially compatible brothers. Got it. Um. So they, like, are sitting, watching some old-timey movie on the drive-in, like, reciting the lines while our ma- our actual characters are inside trying to fix the book. And then this is, like, the big, like, emotional moment where she finally, like, chews out her dad. She's being like, you've missed so much of my life because of Trip. Like, she has this big emotional moment where she's like, you can hear more about Trip soon than you are about But there's not really an inciting incident to this. It comes out of nowhere for her. Like, there's so many other times in movies where you're like, yes, he's being a shitty dad, and, like, then she could have exploded. But here, like, she's, he's not, he didn't really do anything. Like, like, he wasn't even talking about Trip. Like, that wasn't even something that came up. And she just started, like, losing her mind for no reason. I mean, yeah, I mean, I just kind of took it as, you know, like, emotions are running high, that kind of thing. Because, you know, they're being kidnapped. Like, and yeah, like, this is what we were saying. This is where the two ideas 
that like either one would have been fine, but because they mix them together, don't work. Yes. Like this is where we get that. Where she's like, You never pay attention to me because of my life, because of trip. And uh like she says, like, you missed like both of my dance recitals and you missed that I won a writing award two years in a row. And he's like, You won a writing award? That's great. And I was like, dude, you suck as a dad. Yeah. Why do you think you're such do such a good job at it? And then she says, why don't you ever write about me? Yeah, and I what, was like, why is that on your list of grievances? Yeah, I was like, is that what you want? And then she's like, yeah, how come I'm never in your books? Like, I'm not a character or anything. And I was like, that would make sense if, like, that was pre-established that, like, everyone in the books is someone from his life. Like, yeah, but the mom that's was not. The the, Trip Zoom is not a real person. No one, no. No, one, no one in their life is named Trip. It's really weird. Like, it's like, she's just like... Yeah, I should be in the books because, like, I... But, it, like, those two things don't correlate. It's like, you don't pay enough attention to me, but also I want to be, like, I want to be in the books. Like... But so don't... The, okay, doesn't J- David Henry now come to rescue them? Yeah, they... He turns on his siren, so the uh, brothers think that the cops are there, and they... But, and and then they're like, okay, so then they have the siren going, right? And, like, it's... So they have the noises, and then they're apparently, like pumping in through the drive-in sound system to play the siren noise and Rico messes up hitting the button so it's it like cow. farm animals play which and isn't again, funny no it's not funny and then and like and again these people are adults and they don't realize like hey wait why is there cow no. noise and also like hey it feels like we definitely should have seen a police officer <laughs> by now but no, we're just gonna get in the car and drive away. Emily Osment is better than this movie. It's this is so unfair. Every, everybody, everybody in this movie deserves a better movie, really. Except maybe Skunk. And they get in the van and they chase after the brothers in their van, and we get a prolonged chase scene. I down the totally down the was road. just scrolling through Twitter during the scene, so if anything happened, I wasn't aware. Um, only important things were. He says, uh, they they at one point they realize they're just driving down the road and they're like, all right, you're gonna have to fix the book here. Um, and like on the road and then the, uh, like, this is also where we see, uh, Emily Osmond starts to like help the dad and like chip in. Cause apparently she's a writer she's too. She's a writer too, but we don't, that's, no. we, like, we just, why we, wouldn't there be a we scene just, of we, her we in just English, found that like, out. We just find that. We just found that out a minute. <laughs> we just found that out a minute ago. And <laughs> it comes out of literally nowhere. So they're driving and then Phil Lewis notices that they're being followed and then they take it off road and there's like it's like a chase and it's not exciting or fun or interesting. Mm-hmm. And then at one point Skunk like reaches for some of the uniforms and just throws them in the windshield of the good guy van yeah. to blind them. And Sheldon yells at the tack of the killer pants and I wanted to shoot myself in the brain. Yep. Um and then uh they run them off the road. So then they take off in the in their van and the good guys are stranded. I say good guys, they are kidnappers though. Yeah. Like they did kidnap the dad before. They were the first wave of dad nappers. This is now in the second wave of dad nappers. And they're don't worry, there will be a third wave. Um, so then they real like they're drive away and then Phyllis is like, Oh no, we're running out of gas, like we need to stop. And then Melissa's like, Oh, good, because I need to use the bathroom, and then Phyllis is like uh, I don't care because you know I'm a criminal, and then Skunk is like, "Yeah, but I'm like uh, sensitive, so we should let her use the bathroom. I'll I'll stand guard at the door." There was another half joke like, here that made no sense, where he's like, "I'll go with her," and she's like, "Uh, what?" And he's like, "I I mean, I'll stand by the door." And I was like, "Is that supposed to be funny?" <laughs> it should have been. It could have been, but it's just. But it's just not. not. <laughs> and uh. So they pull into this gas station. She goes to the bathroom. Uh, she puts on a lab coat from there because she's cold. I whatever. keep I wanting know. her to do more than she does. 
Like, I was like, yep. come on, bitch, you're in the bathroom by yourself, like, figure out a plan to get free. There's also, there's also a very obviously open window in the background. Yes! That I was like, <laughs> which I guess she doesn't want to leave her dad, but, like, I mean... Get out of there, bitch. And so, yeah, so she's in the bathroom just kind of, like, pacing around. She talks to Trip in the mirror for a bit. But so she, before they left the movie theater, they she grabbed one of the Trip Zoom books that the bad guys had and like shoved it in her pocket and so she takes it out takes a page out of it and takes her oh also we missed this when it happened because we wanted to blast past this conversation her watermelon scented lip gloss which david henry complimented her on after earlier. they're like fully fighting like it's, yeah. it's like this weird like personality shift where they're like she's like oh, you nimrod i don't like you blah 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 and then she's like he's like what's that smell and she's like oh my lip gloss it's watermelon cherry makes my skin have rash she's like mm, it smells Although, good like Emma, they just to flip be, a to switch be, to be, to be fair, though, this is the one thing the movie actually pays off, is that yes. she has watermelon-flavored lip gloss and she uses it. But what's dumb about this is that she takes the book, she takes the page out, and she circles, it says presidential in big letters. And uh, in like it's like the title of the chapter mm-hmm. or whatever. She circles that in the lip gloss. Two things. One, this is meant to point the uh, good guys to the presidential suite where they're staying. She does not know that that's where they're going to go. She suggests that to them and they take her up on it. But there's absolutely a version of this story where they're like, no, we're not going to go to a ho- the hotel you're staying at. That's yes. like such a public location, you and idiot. Then, and like, then where would they be? And then where would they be? Two, you could have written something actually in the lip gloss. You didn't have yes. to circle something. Write a you word. Write a word. Write anything. Literally anything. Like, hey, like, this is the name of the guys. Legit, call the cops. This is our right like, hotel. Like, like number right something. hotel. Ugh, it's so stupid. But so, uh, she leaves. Then she, like, takes toilet paper and, like, stretches it out and then takes the lab coat off and just drops it in the dirt, even right in front of Skunk for no reason <laughs> to, like, cut it off to, like, lead whoever sees it into the bathroom. And so they take off and, uh, they, like, are working on the book on the road, trying to give Skunk writing advice. Then, uh, Neil is like, listen, guys, this is crazy. I can't write a book in a moving car like you can't expect this from me and then she's uh melissa chimes in being like yeah let's go back to the hotel there's a computer there and then maurice smartly is like no that's a bad idea and skunk is like i I don't know i think it could work oh no 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 it's the other way around sorry skunk is like let's not do that and maurice is like ah that's actually a pretty good idea like we can it'll be in a a new location but also that's such a public location where everyone in their mother is looking for him because they all know what neil morris looks like you freaking idiots but so they go there uh david henry and the crew roll up to the gas station they follow her clue inside see it sitting there and then i think this is where moiserius says uh if you don't ask this girl out i will even though i'm like eight or whatever and they're like oh presidential that's all she circled and then sheldon's like presidential pickles uh, maybe they went to a pickle farm. Not funny. And I almost closed the movie. I'm not lying. I, <laughs> I think almost, I paused it. I and almost then you started going to my shower curtain. I almost closed the movie at that. And then uh, Rico points out presidential suite and they move. Um, and so then they pull up to the hotel and who's standing there but Jason Earls is the bad guy. Everybody, in case his haircut didn't tell you. And he's like, oh, Neil. Mr. Flash, Rose, and Dreams, more like lukewarm nightmares. I'm, I'm dying. I'm dying inside. So Jason Earls is the real bad guy. He's the third level of Dad Napper. And he's the real bad guy who's who's actually hired Mosby and Scott. Yeah, they work for him. And my immediate reaction is, 
why? Why would you possibly do this? You have no motivation for this. None. Like what? Zero and, point zero zero. And and they try and do something with it, but it's so dumb that it barely even counts as a motivation for why he would kidnap. Yeah, okay, him. but he, was he gonna straight up murder him? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was. I know. It takes a turn. Because I was like, wait, his last book is he insinuating he's going to straight up murder Ball? Yeah. Dude? So he's so they're like, wait, you're working for him, and they're like, yeah, he's gonna get Skunk's book published. Let's. That's what's going to happen. I don't know how he knows, you know, publishing people or anything. Yeah, what are Jason Earle's connections to the publishing world? So they take them upstairs to his, like, suite, Jason Earle's suite. It's like a weird, like, 70s-themed, like, fur and shag carpeting. It's weird. Um, And then we see the good guys are getting taken back to town in a pizza truck. Do, do you guys not know about taxis? No. Like, like you could have called a taxi, but they're like, they, they say they ordered a pizza, and then he, they were like, hey, could you give us a ride back with you? You could have just called the taxi. You didn't I mean, they don't have the taxis. Pizza. It's a small town. That's, I mean, I guess. I feel like every town has a taxi. Um, but, uh, so then we come back to the suite, and, you know, they're working on the book, typing, Ugh. they duct taped him up, and... Yeah, but but um, Jason Earl, can you explain his his motivation here, please? His actual motivation, which is also, guys, if you're waiting for this to make sense, don't hold your breath because it doesn't. Uh, so Melissa notices in the room that there's this like painting of a big hotel called the Merv. That's his character's name, by the way. Is Merv? Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten to that. Um, the Merv, right? And it's uh, and so she's like, man, Merv must have some like big aspirations and mm-hmm. uh that that's at night and i think he comes in the next morning and fills us in all the way but we'll get there in a second uh the dad there's also more bonding between her and the dad where he's like hey nice job uh run this revision and she's like thanks and she pours herself coffee and he's like oh i didn't know you drank coffee and she's like oh it's mostly milk you know mom's orders this is supposed to be bonding well yeah this made no sense <laughs> emma it's supposed to be bonding but it's just not okay and uh then we cut to the guys who are in the presidential suite i don't know how they got into a presumably locked hotel room um but they're just standing there like there's nothing here like she led us astray and then like okay they figure out not figure out because she really hasn't planned this to our knowledge that there's a if in the book that she pulled the page from there's another thing called the symbol or signal of power that's just a Z that like Trip Zoom puts up to let everybody know like where like where he is and where to bomb or something. Who cares? And so they like, don't even gonna... fully explain this. I didn't. They kept no. being like the signal, and I was like, I don't understand what the signal is. So they're like, she's gonna put the signal up at some point, and uh, that's where she'll be. So that's what we have to do. So I don't know why that makes them completely discontinue the whole presidential thing, but that's where they go from there. They drop that like a hot fucking potato. Moving on. Moving on. So they go down to the convention floor where they're having some debate over Zoom bullcrap. And they rally all the troops, all of the Zoomies, to just look for her signal? Uh, no, that's the thing, is I thought that meant everybody, like, go around town, look for the symbol of power so we can help find her. Uh, what was it? What, what were I- they doing? What they actually do is like, like do like a prepare for war montage where everybody gets water guns and fills them up with goop Goo. and water balloons <laughs> As one does. and and like water balloons and a catapult and like and I was like, what the hell? And they're all like going around the town like doing like military formations like where they like stop walk and then like aim their water guns and I was like, what is happening? Dude, what are you guys you, expecting? I don't know. We're never gonna know. So the next day, right? 
Merv comes up and is like, how's the book coming? And he, they're like, great, it's coming. And he's like, cool, cool, because everybody outside's looking for you, so you need to finish that up real quick. And they're like, and they should basically like, why do you care about getting the book published? And he's like, I don't care about Skunk's book. And they're like, but you said you were going to help me get my book published, boss. <laughs> and then like that, that turned Southern. That was meant to be that like dumb. a little into boss hog territory. But okay. Yeah, sorry. That, that meant to be more like the dumb henchman, like, Duh, but boss, you said you'd help me get me book published. <laughs> that, that was Popeye. What is my voice doing? It's like um, Irish. You went a little cockney. My book published. And, and then he's like, I don't, yeah, I said a lot of things. Look, what I get, the reason I had this happen is I need, I want you to finish his book so I can have the Neil, I can have an original Neil Morris manuscript to sell to collectors. And then he says, the last Neil Morris manuscript. So they're going to kill him. They're going to kill him. Yeah, they're going to murder him. They're going to full on murder him. With what? We don't know. There's no weapons. But you don't, but you don't tell the hostage that you're going to kill them because then he's not going to help you because he's like, well, I'm going to die. So what's the point? Like, I guess they're like, they could say that he's going to hurt the daughter or whatever, but they don't say that. Like, like, the second you say, like, we need this from you and then we're going to kill you, then you don't help them because they're just going to kill you anyway. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, I would just be like, say, hey, yeah, cool, go. And they do, and they don't say that they, he needs the money to make this Merv Hotel that he has planned. Yeah, that's what I guess why did they for. show us the thing of the Merv Hotel if they're never going to talk about it? Because uh, this movie's bad, Emma. <laughs> they, like, show us, and I was like, oh, he's going to build, like, a new hotel or something with this money. But he never, we never even get to that. Right. He never says that. And so they, he's like, well, here's the thing. You're not going to see your daughter again until you finish the script. And they, they say, lock the girl in the bathroom. And they're like, uh, the the minions are like, we didn't sign up for this. And then there's like, well, you sign up for something and you're going to go to jail for it anyway. So you might as well stick with me on this. And then Maurice <laughs> is like, yeah, fine. True. Like, throws <laughs> her in the bathroom. And then, uh, you know, Neil gets writing. So, oh, also, wait, I think it's, it's before this, before this happens. Sorry. Is that the dad tells her that she's trip zoom, everybody. She's, she's the reason he writes. She's yeah, the heart. She, she says like, oh, it, with what Trip says, like, there's never, uh, like, what does he say? It's like each problem is like a no. It's on like the if door you don't even solution. try, you will cry. Something like that. Some dumb thing about <laughs> not trying. And then he, she's like, that's what Trip says. And then he's like, you realize you said that right in your fifth grade? Like, see, I have been paying attention to you and expressing my love for you through He's my been art. paying attention the whole time, guys. The whole... Which, which, hey, Neil, screw you. Why couldn't she be a kick-ass secret agent lady? Like, why'd you have to make yeah, it a guy? Yeah, why'd you have to make it a guy, you sexist bastard? Come on, Neil. Um, but also, that doesn't make any freaking sense, because nope. Trip Zoom is nothing like her. She, like, if he was a dancer and a writer, maybe, but he's a dentist secret agent. Like, Dude, what? Trip Zoom is feasibly, like, no one on this earth, because he's a dentist no. secret agent. It's a really dumb conclusion. He's just saying, Again. like, she's, like, his inspiration, and he, she's the reason right. he writes. Which, like, yeah, no shit, he needs to provide for her, and she's so angry about that. <sighs> Like, seriously, her arc is the easiest one to write in this whole freaking movie, and they mess it up so bad, it makes me angry. Um, but so, then they lock her in the bathroom, and then she, like, looks in the mirror, and Trip is like, um, 
Oh yeah. Also, they like there's a weird scene when they say that they're gonna kill Neil. That Trip appears and then it's like, if it's the last Neil manuscript, that means I'm gonna die too. And she <laughs> looks at him and then she he's like, oh yeah, you're right. You're probably concerned about your dad dying. I'll leave you to it. And I was like, what was the point of that? And also, it points a really weird picture of Trip Zoom like being self-preserving, being like, no, I'll, I'll disappear. Trip Zoom hallucination is sentient and also aware of his own mortality in a way that <laughs> I didn't. Weird- that's exactly, exactly the way to put it. It's a weird moment of him coming to terms with his own mortality. Like, I think I'll fade away out of existence. I kind of want this. I kind of want Trip Zoom to die. I don't care about him. And he's kind of I would worst. kill him myself. <laughs> if I never have, have to hear the word trip trap again, it'll be too soon. If I have to kill him to make that happen, I might take him up on it. I will. If I ever have to hear the word floss again, I will kill Trip Zoom. Also, I, you know, I don't think we've hit that hard enough, by the way, guys. That's his catchphrase. It doesn't mean anything. Like, he just says it apropos of nothing. That's, why don't, like, why wouldn't it be, like, fly to floss or floss is fly or, like, something that's, like, a phrase? It's just the word floss. Like, just screaming, floss, floss, floss. He uses it like booyah. Like, where he'd be like, booyah, he goes, floss. Dude, I swear to God, if someone you knew in real life, like, was trying to say, like, that's cool and was like, floss, you would be like, there's a brain tumor pressing up against some of your they would, you would cerebral cortex. Start, you would expect them to start foaming as a, <laughs> at the mouth as the seizure took hold. That's what you would expect. Like, what? And they lean into it so much in this movie. I'm like, don't you feel like you anybody could have got together in a, in a breakout room, in a conference room, and just brainstormed something better in like 30 minutes? <sighs> okay. So let's get back to this. So she's I did not. This- I have guys full disclosure. Completely stopped paying attention at this point. I so- this turn this movie goes into a thing. She's in the bathroom. She has a, her like a little rendezvous with Trip, where Trip's like, "I am you, you are me." And I thought they were gonna kiss, but they <laughs> we, don't. We are one. <laughs> we are one. They put we each other. One. They put. She puts her hand on the mirror and and his hand there, and they she absorbs Trip into her body. And all of a sudden, she's wearing a long black coat like Neo from the Matrix. <laughs> that doesn't and, happen. No, he's but, funny. But, but, but so, but they're like, all I right. I wish this would have just like leaned into being terrible and gone fucking weird, and at least give me something to be interested in. And so, Trip and her have a moment. She's like, all right, time to be Trip. She sees a shower curtain. She rips it off in one fell swoop. Actually, I think this is where I went to my shower curtain because she pulls off her <laughs> shower curtain and gets some some goo out of the medicine Yeah, she like loads up from the medicine She grabs like various uh, lotions and potions that we don't really. Know and what then they she. Are. Like spells out a Z for Zoom on yeah. the shower curtain and hangs it out the window, and that is the signal. Uh, but so they see the signal, and then everyone starts coming up to the hotel with their water guns and in their ponchos and their this lacrosse is where sticks. I totally zoned out because it's like a twenty-minute battle scene of just them throwing goo on Jason Earls, who for some reason, after getting goo thrown on him, is still just standing with his full body out of the window. <laughs> Well, also, I mean, you're forgetting that this entire scene, they're just shouting, floss, 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 floss. I hate it. But so, yeah, they just start, like, cat, like catapulting crap into the hotel room. Like, like water balloons, and there's an actual, there's a literal, like, trebuchet catapult. Like, the goo in the water balloons, like, that shit is not clever. Like, that's not like a MacGyver invention. Like, you're just being, no, gra- you're being gross. That's what I'm saying. Just- I don't get why that's part of being a Trip Zoom <laughs> fan. It makes no sense. Like, it's just like, hey, and, and it doesn't, and it doesn't help their situation at all. I like, want to interview someone that worked on this movie so badly. If anybody knows anyone that worked on Dad Naps, can you put them in? 
in contact with me because I have several questions. Number one being Deb and number two being what the elements of being a trip zoom fan are. Because like, because like this doesn't help them. Like, I guess it flushes them out of the hotel, I guess. But like, it doesn't like get Neil out of their clutches. It just makes everybody messy. Yeah. They're just making a mess. And so they flush out of the model so, hotel, and then they corner them in an alley. More goo, more goo. goo. This is just a 20-minute yeah, I mean, sequence of Jason Earls getting goo thrown on him. That's all it and is. And that's the thing, is they have all the water guns pointed at them, and then they spray it at them, including Neil, who they're trying to save. Like, what? And and again, these are adults who are getting sprayed with water guns and being like, oh, oh, yeah. oh God, no. Who and cares? I'm like, and I'm like, you guys are in the middle of, you guys are in the middle of a kidnapping. Just run to your car. That's what you're trying to do. Like, but they're what? being stopped by water guns and goobalins. So they go back inside the four the bad guys and melissa and neil go back inside and then melissa books up the stairs and the, he sends uh the goons after her and then as she's walking up the stairs i again almost turn the movie off because she just grabs some of the stuff she grabbed on the medicine cabinet just like how about a little slip slap trip trap and like spreads <laughs> it on the stairs I, hey that's when i wanted to close the laptop i was like i know i'm close to the end but it's not worth it but so they fall down the stairs and like kind of get knocked like the wind out of them not unconscious they're still like rolling around and talking and then like uh i wish they were fucking unconscious and then the the three guys come up because they get in the they get in the uh uh hotel through the door and then they follow her up the stairs and they're like she's like hey guys what's up and then she takes floss out of her bag and is like what do you guys think unscented or mint and then they wrap them up in (gasps) floss and here's the thing like i would buy that when it was the car when they were she didn't know what was going on and it was like three different dental flosses like all at once like i could maybe buy that you'd get uh uh, wrapped up in that. These are grown adults who are not unconscious. Yes. Like, they had to be complicit in getting wrapped up in dental floss. Yep. It's dumb. And then she's like, okay, come on, we gotta go save my dad. I know, I know. And she's like, okay, let's go save my dad. And then again, Rico is like, hot! Or whatever And he's he like, they're holding hands or something yeah, with like, her and David is. Henry, who I literally wrote down. I was like, I, I think this was the point where I wrote it down. I was like, I was like, I don't care about them as a couple. They've shared two minutes of screen time. Am I supposed to be rooting for them right now? Because I'm not. I'm not. I don't root for anyone in this. I root, <laughs> I, I root, I root for the sweet release of death at this point. Yeah, I literally am just rooting to never hear the word floss again. That's basically what I want. So they run to Jason Earls' car, but they get caught by the trip fans who pelt them with more goop. Which, again, shouldn't and... stop someone who's convinced of nope. like that he's going to commit a murder. But, uh, okay. And, and, and so he runs down the street getting chased by the trip fans, and then cops start to show up, I think, at some point, and then he falls into garbage, and he makes even more of a mess, and that's... Oh, also, like, the, the minions come out and trip him on the dental floss that they're wrapped up in by, like, making a thing. We caught him. Jason Earls has been captured. And the dad goes and salvages his vacation with his daughter. Yeah, they all, like, um, pack up their stuff, and they're like, man, what a crazy time we had. Let's actually go on vacation now. David Henry gives Emily Osmond his phone number. Which, they, I guess they're just not going to address the fact that they live in different yep, cities. Yep, they don't live in the same city. Because they're like, let's go out sometime. And she's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I was like, I'm how like, far away is Mercury from where you live? Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Um, and, like, they don't really, like, address, like, how the uh, trip, rest of the trip went. Like, how nope. the book turned out. Like, literally anything. Oh, we do see the three guys. They won the contest, obviously. And they're going to be in the book and get the signed autograph. Whatever. But uh, we don't get like we. Well, you see, know what uh, we do get? You know what we do get though? 
as the credits roll. All the good shots in a compilation. Yeah, yeah, they play that. Which really, I was at that point, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I feel like someone Disney Channel was working out some stuff and was just like, yeah, let's see him get all messy again. (laughs) (laughs) Let's put some goo Uh, in her face again. We do. We don't. We don't actually see Jason get arrested. Jason Earls get arrested. We do see Maurice and Skunk get taken away, and he's like, don't worry about it, Maurice. Some writers do their best stuff from jail, and then he's like, he says like, just because everybody, at least Tom's on our side, even though not every no one else is, and then he's like, Skunk, that rhymed. No, no, he says, Skunk, that made sense. It was clever. Everyone, this is my brother. He's a writer, and I was like, I, I hate everything about what's going on in this movie. It's just so bad. And then they get in the car, they drive away, mess compilation, and thank the Lord, Dad napped is over. Guys, this movie sucks. fuck that. That whole thing I want you guys to know was painful. Every single second of it. This is easily one of the worst things. My eyeballs truly hurt. Like... It's just so bad. Oh, it's, can I go to sleep now? Well, we got stuff to do. First off, we do have a tagline this month, and uh, which is, Melissa's vacation has now turned into a rescue mission. My Sunday is now turned into a floss-filled hellscape. How about that? Mine was, my tagline was bad napped, because if no one else <laughs> is going to try in this movie, I'm not going to try. And that's just that. bad napped. We're all phoning it in. Like, everyone has phoned it in. I feel like I phoned it in, and and with this podcast, I, like, had barely any notes. In honor of this movie, I said, you know what? I'm going to phone it in as well. Well, also, we just don't want to... I just don't... Like, I'm usually excited to talk about a movie. Like, I I, I have no interest in ever... Like, I'm going to immediately purge any memory of this movie from my brain oh i, I want to it. immediately forget it yeah but yeah so that that's my tagline you're you're are you good with yours can we move on yeah just end it i feel Let's like we've gotten, i feel like we've gotten like i feel like we started this episode being like oh man i can't wait to rip this movie a new one and now that we're like or done with i'm it, we're exhausted like, the amount of emotional emotional labor we're just like end it all please please end it all take my life it's- it, you're right. You were right earlier when we described this movie as exhausting. Like I am exhausted by it. It's mm-hmm. it. I I because it's like it's not one of the ones like because I love a bad movie, guys. Like I do this podcast. Like I I don't yeah. like I like doing dumb movies sometimes. But like it like I but it doesn't even go crazy enough to like be like like a good hate watch or like a funny. It's like so bad it's funny. It doesn't even right. go that far in that direction. It's just so boring. And not no, I, funny. Yeah, it's just, it's bad. Like, the poof point was boring, but there was still stuff where we were kind of like, eh, that was kind of fun to watch, well, at the, least even on, a, even on an ironic level. The poof just point nothing. actually had a plot that, from yeah. start to finish, made sense. Things connected, things were introduced and then came back. Like, the poof point's plot wasn't inherently terrible. This plot is written by a Rottweiler and goes off in three different directions and never knows where it wants to go and introduces things and then doesn't follow up on them. And, like, it's just really poorly written. If I, like, recommending, like, should you watch this movie, I don't think under any circumstances you should ever watch this movie unless for two specific use cases. Number one, if you just really, really love continuity errors, this movie has a ton of them. You will get a kick. Just go, just watch it for that one house continuity error where they show two two different houses that are supposed to be the same house, because that was fucking bonkers. And then the second one is, like, if you're ever, if you're struggling and you're, like, you're thinking of, like, writing a book or writing a movie, and you're like, I can't, like, do it. Like, it just seems, like, insurmountable. Like, it's so hard. 
watch this movie, because then you'll realize that literally anyone can write a movie. And, like, if this piece of shit got if made, this, yeah, like, this you can write made, the you fucking next anything. Schindler's List. Like, this <laughs> movie is, like, oh my god, it infuriates me when things in movies, like, aren't tied up nicely, and this movie just shoots that idea right in the face. Yeah, but Emma, so what would you rate this film? Um, I would give this a 2 out of 10. I, I was going to give it a 2 as well. That it's was a exactly two. what. Yeah. It's which is our our most universally downloaded film because the only the only other one was uh you wish which you gave a 1, but I, I rated higher. This are this are most agreed upon. Yeah, this lowest is a two. Yeah, this before previously was the poof point, which we gave a 3. Um, no, this is this was worse than the poof point. This was worse than the poof point, like, definitely. Um, but yeah, that's gonna that's that movie behind us, thank God. But now we get to look to the future because since Emma picked this one, I get to pick the next one. Except, what if he just picks Dad napped again? <laughs> that would, <laughs> that would, would be so fucking rude. I, would, I, I mean, we I don't think that's allowed. I would I would have to hang up. I would not. <laughs> But I'm supposed to be able to pick. But the thing is, is next month is October. And I don't know if you can feel it, but there's, it's like there's winds in the east. There's mists coming in. Like something's brewing. About to begin. Are we doing Mary Poppins? The, the, uh, oh, that is Mary Poppins, isn't it? I just, what the I don't fuck know. are you I don't know. Doing? I just thought oh it, I just thought God. it sounded like ominous. I didn't think that, I didn't realize that's, <laughs> I was that's like, but, I was like, that's what Bert says at Mary. Why was that? Yeah, that's that was that's what Bert says at Mary Poppins. I'm an idiot. I'm dumb. <laughs> it's like um, Mary Poppins, the classic no, decom. It's it's Halloween. I meant to do. I thought it sounded ominous and like cool. It's Halloween. Wins Halloween's, from these. <laughs> it's Halloween's coming. Look, next month we're doing Halloween Town High because that's that's our next thing. <laughs> was amazing that's the best part of this whole podcast was you doing that and then not realizing what it was all right whatever look next month's hot october and we're still halloween down high halloween <laughs> down high i can't imagine it'll be worse than the last halloween town i love town. halloween town high halloween town high was like probably my favorite i remember liking it a ton i haven't seen it in years i'm gonna have to i see loved it, it. I loved it. But yeah, so I'll pick in November. I, I remember loving it when it came out. It was my favorite. But I don't know. Maybe it'll be an unfortunate surprise. Maybe I won't like it on I can't wait. Let's get spooky, but, bitches. Yeah, we'll be getting spooky next month. So I'll pick for November. God, the best thing is like when we're this next year when we're going to have to do the fucking one where they just replace Marnie yeah, with that's Sarah Baxter. <laughs> that's next year. Um, but so, uh, yeah. So before we go, let's just do some plugs real quick. Uh, Emma, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at... Emma Stone Tyler on Instagram and on Twitter. Okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at wildfire underscore king. And you can find this podcast on Twitter at Decoming Podcast. You should give us a follow, become one of our decomrades. You should also rate, rate review and review us, us on, on iTunes. iTunes. Please. It will be a please special do. Halloween treat for me. Indeed. It helps us so much. Please do it. It does. Please, it's, please. it's really great. It's great. And if, if you, could you take do it, time. I'll never make you watch Dead Naps again. <laughs> Except for when I come to your house um, and I make you watch Dead Naps. Right. Uh, you should also check us out on audioentropy.com. All the other great podcasts there are too as well. They're very good. You should watch them. I'm also, I've talked about it before. I realized, uh, I mean, I'll put the scores of all the movies up on the website there if you want to review them. Because I realize they're not available anywhere. And I said I'd do that. So I'll do that eventually. But uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for us. Oh, also, uh, make sure you submit uh, to that Google form we put out if you want to be a guest on the show. A lot of you get uh, have responded. But if you want to do it, that's still pinned to our Twitter page. So you can do that if you want. 
Uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for us. Uh, Emma, is there anything else you want to say about how god-awful this movie was? If I'm just saying it again. If you know anyone that worked on DadNap, put them in contact with me, <laughs> because I have several questions. And the first question was... Is, was everyone sick that day? Like, everyone <laughs> had the flu. I was going like, to say, was everyone drunk when writing this or something? <laughs> or just, like, did you, like, did you guys, like, sell this to Disney Channel not, and then put off writing the actual script until, like, the day before you started shooting or something? The, the other thing, though, is, like, I would write... Uh, if writing a movie drunk, at least maybe there would be, like, some cool shit in it. Like, some explosions. Like, I think writing a movie drunk would be better than this. This is, like, someone took, like, a shit ton of Xanax and, and then Ambien was half asleep. Yeah, they're, like, this is, yes, this is a movie you would write on an Ambien. That's what this is. Um, because they couldn't even, they don't even have the energy to, like, finish their sentences. When you have movies like this where they just don't, like, complete what they're setting up and whatnot, we talk about how we could fix them. Like, we talked at length about how we could fix Lemonade Mouth or whatever. Like, I have no idea how you fix this movie. No. Oh, you <laughs> fix it by taking the script and putting it in the trash. There, I, there you go. I fixed it. Yeah. It's the world. You fixed the world by making it just a little bit better by just destroying it. Uh, but yeah, that'll do it for us this month, guys. We're really excited to come back next month and do uh, Halloween Down High. It should be a great time. Can't wait. But, Yay. But, I'm so excited to not watch Dad now. Yeah, I'm excited right. too. We'll see you then. z forever. Floss, 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 floss. Floss, floss, everybody. Oh, God. This is so bad. My eyes actually hurt. How do you fix something that's broken? Well, every problem's just a doorway to a solution. I mean, that's what you write for trip anyway. <laughs>